son, I think we're very good looking people. Do you? I completely agree. The listeners don't understand how good looking we actually are. We're phenomenal looking, but you only can see us if you watch YouTube. You can watch this entire podcast with your own eyes and see these supple bodies uh-uh. at youtube.com. Just search for Sex Talk with My Mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Is my vagina a fridge? Oh, you interpreted this. Your vagina is a fridge? What does that mean? Look what you have in the fridge for me to look at, sweetie. I think he's wanting to look in your fridge. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom, you sneaky little freaks. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter, his mother. We are chatting about sex on a weekly basis. How lucky are we to be able to have these conversations, mother? We are so blessed. We're so blessed, and we're so blessed to have you, you sneaky little freak, tuning in. You know, we're excited to talk about all sorts of sex. And one thing that's been coming up recently is this idea of porn what do you mean this idea it, it, of porn? I've been talking with my friends about it who are in relationships and they're like, you know what? I don't know about my partner using porn. What? Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. I think it would be the other way around. Usually it's the women complaining that the men are using porn. Who's the men... saying my friends are not women? Oh, I thought you were talking about your guy friends. No, I'm talking about couples that I'm friends with and they talk about how you know they don't love that their partner is jerking off all the time without them looking at this fucking skull fucking and all sorts of shit. Really? Yeah. So what what are your thoughts on that? I think you should be able to do whatever you want to do as long as it's not going to interfere. I mean, we, we've had this situation before where we interviewed a couple that said it really destroyed their relationship. We had a couple that said one of them was watching porn all the time. Right. Oh, I remember this. Yep. I don't think it destroyed the relationship. I think she just said it was um, perpetuating him to be more into like kinkier shit that she wasn't into. Well, that could be a side effect. But I I think everything in moderation, Cam, whether it be chocolate, whether it be masturbation. Yeah. Whether it be pornography watching. Yeah. I mean, but I can kind of understand where they're coming from. Like for me personally, I don't give a fuck if my partner is watching porn. They watch all they want. But... Then they were talking to me, the the women were saying, you know what, it doesn't feel so good. First of all, most of the porn is not meant for women that they're watching. Like it's meant for men that doesn't show women's pleasure. You know, it's not so ethical, you know. You know what, mind their own beeswax. Well, it's, it kind of affects them because now their partner is fucking watching all this shit. Like they're, they're fantasizing and seeing this. So what? Wild- Don't be insecure. You think it's an insecurity thing? I don't yeah. know. I, I kind of, I can kind of see where they're coming from. I can from. see both sides, but I also think that stop whining. Stop whining. Well, this is the question of the week for you sneaky freaks, which we text out to anyone who wants to get these texts. You can, to, to get on this list, all you got to do is give us, give us a text. Can at, I make one seg- suggestion? What is it? Why don't you watch porn together? Can you, can we stay on track? I'm okay. in the middle of announcing our text number. Okay, go ahead. 
Our number is 310-356-3920. Give us a text. We'll text you this question once a week. It's a different question every week. And this question was, what are your feelings about your partner watching adult entertainment, aka pornography? So you're all for it, mother. I mean, as long as, you know, if it gets to be excessive, which some people do have a, that kind of compulsion in their yeah. personality. Just spending hours in so front of the computer or, jerking it. Or just even if they're spending it every day and they're not wanting to have sex, you know, with you because they're already whacking off. So when it starts interac inter interacting with the sex Then I have a little problem life. then, you yeah. know, like, hey, you know what? Stop whacking off so much and, you know, try to be in the present. But then you think about also the other side of it. So say the partners, and they this is they want to live their life. They enjoy porn. Why why is the person that they love telling them they can't do this thing? Only in my opinion, if it becomes like an obsession. But if it's on occasion or whatever, or, or like even an addiction or something like that. If it becomes an addiction, then we got to deal with an issue. Yeah. But if if it's just occasional watching porn by yourself and being able to watch glory hole secrets, <laughs> I don't see why anybody has an issue. I just say just watch it together. Well, okay, so let's go to the sneaky freaks and see what they let's have to say. See. By the way, before we do that, I just wanted to say, I can't even tell you the amount of friends that have come to me and told me they're completely addicted to watching porn. It's unbelievable. It's it's a different generation than I didn't grow up with it. I grew up with like, you know, Playboy magazines and Playgirl magazines. Yeah, I mean, how addicted can you get to actually looking through this magazine all day long? I mean, it's, it gets boring after a while. Or I, with, I read erotica and stuff like that. With a fucking huge website. I mean, you're just, you could digest Streaming. this all day long. And we've talked about how it, it, it can lead down the rabbit hole. When you start out with vanilla male female next thing you know you're watching some ape monkey Milk, milking tables milking ta tables i love the milking all kinds table of creepy ass things never are going heard on. of the milking table before last episode and i'm fucking down with it anyway down with the milking table down with the milking table okay so drew says we love adult entertainment we watch it together and by ourselves and then tell each other about it that's what i'm talking about drew sometimes i watch it's a connecting thing yeah, I like to watch it with my partner whenever it, the mood arises. How do you bring it up? You say, hey, you want to watch some porn. adult entertainment? No, you want to watch some porn. You yes. just say, hey, you want to watch some porn? Yeah, and, I, and I usually he'll be like, sure, why not? Why not? But then do you fight over the genre? No. It's fine. You guys are on same glory hole train? One time he put the laptop in front of his face. <laughs> okay brianna says honestly i don't feel like it's my my business he is his own person and has his own needs would i want him watching it right next to me no why but ultimately i'm not threatened by it and don't feel the need to monitor his activity i mean if it wasn't for porn by the way i wouldn't be with my boyfriend why is that because he found me attractive because I looked like Nina Hartley, who was okay. his favorite porn star. So now he gets a free pass to watch porn all the time. You think you have you want to watch porn more than D's or vice versa? I think it depends on you know passages, life passages where I'm in my life. Life passages. Yeah, I mean if we're really busy and we just want to watch porn and whatever, we we just do whatever we want to do. There's no reason that we have to ask permission from one another to watch porn. All right, that's a hot take. All right, Raylene says. I don't really watch if my partner, I don't really mind if my partner watches adult entertainment. It's all about the fantasy. Right. It can increase your ability to fantasize about yourself. Uh, and what do you call that again? With the with the slime all over the table and. Oh, you're talking do, new room massages? Yeah. Yeah, it could, it could. You could. I mean, you're not supposed to apparently get 
be educated from. It's not education. That's fantasy. Well, you could take you could take that new room. I would love to do a new room massage. Order some of that. So for those of people on, who did, didn't hear that last episode, when we were talking about it. Would you explain it in a nutshell? I've talked about new room massage on almost every episode for well, the past year. It might be this. This is their first episode that they're listening to, it, and they want to hear. Imagine a massage, but you got all this this goopy shit that you put on each other, and you get slide all over each other like, like a slip and slide, like Nickelodeon slime. Well, it's exactly right. Okay, I like that shit. All right. Okay, Robbie says it's fun watching it together. If she watches on her own, no worries, but I'd love to know. I'd love to share it with her if I did because we were apart or unable to be together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Could bring them together. I like it as a bonding thing. Christian says, partner myself, don't mind unless it becomes an obsession. Thank you, Christian. Is where it becomes, this is what you said. Yep. Liz says, I'm all for anyone and everyone experiencing as much pleasure as possible and exploring all avenues of reaching that pleasure. I feel all areas of human sexuality need to be destigmatized. Adult entertainment is such a great way to do that. Fucking Liz, that's the definition of sex positive right there. Right. It seems like our sneaky freaks are different from your friends. I completely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. RH says, I wouldn't have an issue with a potential partner watching adult entertainment. If they're open to it and I'm open to it, we'll watch it. There you go. Captain Megan says, all for it. Who knows? Maybe they'll show me something I like. Look at that. Lisa says, I wouldn't have a problem with him watching porn if he is meeting my needs. Where it becomes a problem is he doesn't keep up with me. We have a significant age difference. So I get pissed if I catch him. It's like you don't need to be watching that and jacking off if you're not satisfying me enough. It's never helped him get in the mood. Basically, if he's doing it because he's being lazy and just wants to nut. I agree with that too, Lisa. Have you found that? Have you been in that situation where you're like, oh, you I might be in that situation. Where you, what? <laughs> you think the tables are turned where you're like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm just going to go jerk off somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I think it makes everything happen much quicker. So say you just don't want to get into the whole lighting the candles and the whole setting the mood in the bedroom and the massages and the blowjobs and the, the cunnilingus and all the rest of that shit. You just go see in, and see in five minutes. That's it. <laughs> you, and I experience that being in self-pleasure. You know, sometimes I like to set the mood for myself. Oh, geez. What? Fucking turn the lights down low. Turn on some fucking erotic music. What kind of erotic music I are you like turning on? primal shit primal shit yes like what jungle music from the the amazon or something some jungle music from the amazon it's a little flute playing going on jerking off in a (laughs) a quiet sex studio of mine oh my god sometimes i just want to go to the bathroom and jerk off over the toilet looking at chatterbait or something like that again with that all right we had one that was interesting by the way i'm never ever going to use your bathroom again (laughs) good it can't i don't need to go in there and fluffing up the place it can't be that sterile. It's extremely sterile. You're jacking off every day in the, the toilet? You know it's a once-a-week thing. Cassie says, I used to feel threatened by porn and a little jealous of the sexual energy being spent there. But with maturity and becoming a part of a more sexually fulfilling relationship, I no longer have problems with porn as long as it isn't negatively affecting mine and my husband's sex life. If anything, it probably could help a little now and with new ideas. I 100% agree with Cassie on this. So one. succinct. Very Love well. that. Very well said. We'll finish with the elder statesman. Oh, boy. Tom. <laughs> My partner has watched some softer porn with me, but she isn't into it, so it's not part of our warm-up. 
it is occasionally part of my warm-up with a little devil face. Oh, that time he does a little warm-up on his own there. He's doing a little warm-up probably in the trees. Swinging uh, like Tarzan. Got his laptop hanging off of his dick. <laughs> What's going on there, Tom? That's it. So thank you very much to all the Sneaky Freaks for answering that Sneaky Freak question of the week. We really appreciate the input that we get from the Sneaky Freaks on a weekly basis. We really do. Again, our number is 310-356-3920. Give us a text. You'll be part of that little family love. And all you have to do is just say, hey, it's me. It's me. And tell me what your zodiac sign is. Okay. I wanted to play something okay. that I've been obsessed with recently. Oh, no. There is an, there is this influencer, and it, and I found him on Instagram. I'm sure he's on all the platforms, called Liver King. Okay. I started thinking about this because of our elder statesman, Tom. Okay. This guy is like a barbaric guy who's constantly out in the in the wild. He's, I've not seen one post without his, with his shirt on, okay? He's dragging sh weights through fucking wilderness. He's in, he's fucking in cold ice baths. He's wait, like a Wait, wait, this came up on your For You page? Yeah. On TikTok? Uh, on Instagram on or Instagram. something like that. I was suggested through another comedian to, to look at this guy. So this is comedy? He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of comedic. Uh, he, he, no, no, he's not. He's comedic to me, but he's he's serious. He wants people to live more ancestral, like basically do everything that our cavemen ancestors would do. And your first everyone is primals. Ancestral, or ancestral, not ancestral. I was gonna say that sounds weird. Ancestral, like our ancestors. ancestors. You have to use the word a ancestral. I'm using a. You can't understand me because of the Chicago accent. That's right. You gave me this Chicago accent. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna play. Something that I thought was very funny. This is this is him with his wife, who he refers to as Liver Queen. He refers to himself as Liver King and his children as Liver Boys. And this is because they eat raw liver oh. at the table. And in this video, he's eating something especially special. Liver King here with Liver Queen and Liver Boys. A lot of primals are asking, what does the whole family eat? It's really simple. They eat the exact same thing Liver King eats, just lesser volume. So you'll see that I got the Chief's plate of testicles, about three ounces of testicle. Liver Queen has about two ounces, and Liver Boys have about one ounce each of testicles. What? We're gonna have this appetizer right now. That is Cheers. revolting. Wait, he's eating liver, of, I mean, he's yep. eating testicles? Yes. Some t and then they just have this video of them eating testicles. I am nauseated. What kind of testicle? The from, whole family's where, eating a bunch of testicles. From what animal? I am assuming a cow, but who Why knows? would you assume like anything with this guy? Yeah, I mean, because first of all, how you need big testicles if you're going to be feeding a whole family. What are you going to eat? Chicken testicles? You're going to need to kill thousands of chickens. To and get the enough. kids are eating that. The kids are ch chowing down on that, those testicles. Oh my God. And I love that he calls everyone, all right, primals. We're part of the, I feel like part of the primal community. I'm, I'm ready to eat testicles. You're not ready to eat testicles. Would That's you disgusting. eat testicles? I wouldn't come near a testicle. He thinks that by eating the testicles, it goes directly to your own testicles. Well, first of all, I don't have any testicles. But well, if Liver I, Queen is eating it. I'm sure it's going to her ovaries or something like that. I think that is not... Uh, I don't even eat meat. I wonder well, if I, the elder statesman Tom would be down to uh, eat some testicles. He's probably already eaten them. It's already done deal. <laughs> well, I, I love this guy. I love this idea. I'm of, not an experimental eater. Okay, but... 
Would you support me if I just had it to say? No, I couldn't handle it. I don't even think I could speak to you for a day or so because it would be on your breath, testicles on your breath. When you're raising kids, how much influence do you have over what a they lot, eat? A lot, a lot. My so mother she... didn't ever like um, lamb. Mm -hmm. So we never ate it and I, I could never taste it. You could never taste it? No, I've never tasted lamb in my life to my knowledge. You've never tasted lamb? No. It's fucking delicious. Because my mother, I, first of all, I don't eat four-legged animals, and that's a four-legged animal that says "bah." So the testicle of a lamb, you wouldn't eat either. I'm not eating testicles, Cam. What is wrong with I'm just, you? I'm just figuring that. So just disgusting. Out. I don't even understand how you can think that I would eat testicles when I wouldn't even eat a, an innocent cow. Well, I love this liver king. I I think I'm going to become more like him. I think one day we're going to find out in the not so distant future that eating animals is barbaric. Well, he's eat, he literally says there's no re reason to eat vegetables. If you look at our caveman ancestors, they weren't eating vegetables. That doesn't mean it's right. They also clubbed the, their enemies and dragged them around by their hair. <laughs> it's very true. That's, that's a very good counterpoint to Liver King. Clan of the Cave Bear. I read that book. And they, they, would, they would just see a woman. They would just grab them and rape them and... That would be it. How are, do you think that, the, that a parent has the app, the, just like food, do you think the parent should be telling their children how much porn and what to digest or no? Nope. No. Unless it's, the, like I said, if if I walked down in the basement and saw my son or, or daughter watching nonstop porn for hours, whacking off and... There's a problem. Yeah. But it you don't even give them a, some sort of diet to... To base their, I, I think know. if you keep a kid active in the activities, they're not going to have enough time to sit in front of the computer. Or... You don't think they're going to have enough time? Well, they, need, they need three minutes. No, I'm talking about the, to be, have it become an obsession. I have a feeling. I, I mean, it's pretty interesting. We tell our kid, "Oh, you can watch this TV show. You can't watch this this TV show. It's too inappropriate. It's got violence or something." But you, there's no discussion at all about porn. No, I saw your brother had some porn on one time, and I just chose not to say anything, and I told you about it, and you talked to him. You called me, and you said, oh, my God, I saw my brother, your your brother watching this. What should right. I do? And I said, you don't say a fucking word. And I didn't say a fucking word. I didn't say anything. Oh, you didn't say anything. I, I let that kid fucking watch whatever the fuck he wants to watch. <laughs> there you go. So he, that, that, that answers the question. Can't get him away from his computer now. You know, this is how I am about parenting in general. Stay away from giving them limits on candy. Stay away from giving them limits on how much porn to watch. Stay away from giving them limits on uh, what time to go to bed. They're so all going to have consequences if they do too much of it. So the, and it will, it's a natural consequence. Natural, logical consequence. It's the same with a partner. What? It's the same with a partner. If your yeah. partner is watching all sorts of porn, it's on them. Yeah, but it might affect you. Right. Yes. This is good. Very good, mother. This is exactly it. When it starts affecting you and the relationship, it's a problem. Yep. All right. Well, this is um, something that I actually... Um, oh, no. What? I have been experimenting. This is kind of Cam's Uppers, to be quite honest. So maybe We're not we going to we'll Cam's Uppers all right, right now. All right. All right. What's going on in your life that you wanted to share about? A lot of stuff. What? First of all, talk about obsession. My boyfriend is obsessed with the New York Mets. Okay. So it's... Why is baseball on every single day? I don't know. I, it's the most boring sport you could ever fucking find. I, I don't even understand it. So you and I had a little date night because I, I was desperate. And we ended up going to a wine bar and he ended up going to the Mets game. Right. Okay. It's, it seems normal. It was a nice time. It was a very nice time, but you didn't drink any wine. I don't like the wine. I ordered the wine and then I had a panic attack and told the waitress, don't bring it over. It, I'm not, it's too advanced for Who me. Who does that? 
I don't know. She's Who like, can't I, have a sibling? Do you think she was joking when she came back and she was like, you just need to take care of yourself? No, that's not... That, or was she, she was being not, kind? She was being kind to you. She thought there was something mentally wrong with you. <laughs> I mean, she looked at the wine as if she was saying, take ayahuasca. Well, she, because I started drinking. She brought over some samples and that shit... It was so in the deep end of like wine aficionados. I was like, this is No, it too wasn't. Much. Yeah. So for some reason, you just tried, tried the new wine, which is orange wine. It's oh, a so travesty. Sorry. Why are there it's people? It's a travesty. Yes. You don't mess with wine that's been around. The for red years. ones were too advanced, too. That's, it, that's a normal red wine. It tastes so acidic or something. Okay. First of all, you, you got drunk on a sip of wine. I like a, a, a little tapache. What's that mean? It's like a fermented pineapple juice. Oh, God. That's much better than this wine shit. Okay. Well, the bottom line is is that um, we had a, a nice conversation, and yes. it was nice food. Yes. But the Mets in general are, are impinging on my life. Yeah. It's obsession. And when obsession, it does affect your partner. So then, yeah. So do you control how much of the fucking Mets he watches? I can't control anything with that guy. <laughs> well so maybe this is the same with porn i mean it's the same like okay the obsession I mean, with the I, mets is I'd gonna rather, affect his life in a way i'd rather have me obsessed with the mets than uh, porn obviously why well because that the mets are not going to lead him down to where he doesn't want to have sex with me uh, so yeah. <laughs> well i guess it could because he's too tired exactly. <laughs> watching the mets yeah <laughs> probably tires him out he's getting all emotionally involved with it i mean honestly there's some parallels here okay all right Mother, is it time for hit on or shit on? I think it is time for that hit on or shit on. Hit on or shit on. This is the segment where we get to take your wonderful comments and questions and, and insightful discussion on TikTok and Instagram and determine whether they are a hit on or a shit on. Sometimes it's very confusing to know. You did like a little lizard tongue just now. What's going on with that? Uh, I ate a little disgusting. granola bar. Disgusting. Okay, anyway. All right, this is from Michael Thompson, 298. This person says, you can't say anything to her. She has something wrong with the tone of her voice. I'm assuming they're talking about me. Yeah, definitely. What is wrong with the tone of my voice? I'm not actually sure. Is there something wrong with the tone of my voice? I don't think so. In my personal opinion, I have a way worse voice than you do. The well, tone of my people, voice is horrible yeah, relative Sometimes to people say that you have a voice like Minnie Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Oh, Why you switch a gender on me? Oh, you're right. It is Mickey. Thank you. All right. Anyway. I may have a, a voice like Mickey Mouse. Uh, what do you think? Michael Thompson, 298, hit on or shit on? I think that's a shit on. That's a shit on. About my voice. You want to go to the next one? Sure. James Kennedy, 197, says, would it be possible to have you, sweetie, and I can see what you have in the fridge for me to look at, sweetie? What's that about? I don't know. Is, is my vagina a fridge? Oh, you interpreted this, your your vagina as a fridge? What does that mean? Look what you have in the fridge for me to look at, sweetie. I think he's wanting to look in your fridge, like your refrigerator, and see what kind of food you have in there for him. Oh, that's probably true. You, maybe. Because I was talking about it a little, um, how I give myself a little treat every night. So maybe this guy's just wanting one of those treats. What is the treat? My little uh, jello sugar-free pudding with a little whipped cream little on top jello pudding i have a little pudding every night You're it's like so depressing when i don't have my treat do you think this is a long-term good for your body probably not probably it's got nutrasweet or something you know this is it kind of goes back to what we were discussing what the way someone treats their body affects any given relationship 
So you know? me, me having we're connected, my, you know, so me having my little treat, is it brings gonna... you a little closer to death. What? So that affects my life. How does this affect your life? If I want to uh, put same way that porn can affect your and D's life. All right. What? D's treats his body like shit and it affects <laughs> your life, right? <laughs> I suppose, but don't take away my treat. No, I, I, I fully support you having a little pudding. A little pudding. Pudding. Um, well, anyway, I, I I totally took James Kennedy's and made it into some perversion, and it didn't need to be. Didn't need to be, but uh, it just it does sound like a hit on, if you ask me. It's a hit on. It's a hit on. We got Mullet Boy. All right. Mullet Boy says, uh, "So was Michael Jackson. Just his type may be the same." When you said you're a criminal, a smooth criminal, smooth criminal. Uh, is he suggesting that I'm Michael Jackson's type? I don't know if I, this this kind of disturbed me as well. In a, if that is the case, is that a hit on or a shit on? Hmm. Should I be prideful that I'm Michael Jackson's type? Which Proud? is no, because Michael Jackson's type is little little boys. I mean, I, I'm I'm a young man. No, no, we're talking underage boys. All right, so it's a hit on or a shit. I don't it's, know. It's it's a, it's, it's a it's some, we need another. It's not just hit on or shit on. Some that are just it's confusing. Creepy ones. Creepy ones. That's a creepster one. A creepster. We got Aussie Harry. What does Aussie Harry say, mother? He's talking about the queefing. Yeah. Well, it is a natural gas that's in your bunghole. <laughs> now, I'm not sure if he was referring to the episode bunghole. on farting. Bunghole is definitely a fart. Pooping. <laughs> we, By the way, I think our whole um, viral videos on on natural gases and pooping in bed and all that came very timely with what's going on with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I have Heard. not been following that at all. Well, basically, she shit in his bed. <laughs> okay. So that being said, um, I think we have timely discussions here on Sex Talk with my mom. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I, there's been a lot of controversy over the, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation. I honestly have not done enough research and have a take on any of it. Well, it's over, Cam. Well, it has some effect on the Me Too movement. Right, but we're not getting into that. We're talking about bungholes. Okay, we're talking about bungholes. Maybe when we're more educated, we'll start talking about that. That that brings us to the end of hit on or shit on. Wait, I would like to know about is that a is that a hit on or a shit on with the bungholes? I think that's another informant. You know, it's a natural gas that is in your bunghole. That's a more informing us. Is he talking about shitting? Or I don't it... think that's a hit on or shit on. I think it's just someone trying to educate us. In, in fact, it's a kind thing to do. Oh, it is kind. And speaking yeah. of kind, I'm going to educate you with a little mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is the segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. Mother, what do we have this week? This is actually from a reliable source, Scientific American. Okay, it's much better than the mirror. It's an article about my little favorite animals, the bonobos. The bonobos, those kinda, little monkeys that fuck for fun. I kind of wish that I was a bonobo. Because you fuck for fun as well? I just like that they resolve conflict with each other. Oh. Through sexual, it could be like kissing. You know, like I could just see like, you know, you, you, your boyfriend is in a fight with some other guy. And you walk over and go, hey, both of you, just go fuck me for a little bit. And then go back to playing... Playing nice. Some, somehow became a threesome between you and the two other bonobos? Yeah. <laughs> Resolving conflict. Also, they fuck around feeding time, which is something that I think uh, my boyfriend and I like to do. You fuck before or after feeding? 
after probably. But the point is, it's sometimes You're not so bloated after that. No, but I, I'm saying that um, I think food is, you know, oral. It's all part of the same genre. You were lapping up some food and then suddenly lapping up a cocktail. No, I just think it gets you in a very relaxed mood. I, okay, I could see that. You, but I could also see it going into your digestive phase, and you're just chilling after eating, or farting, or farting. Exactly, yeah, that could be a problem. But anyway, sometimes before might be better. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Here's the crucial part about the bonomos that I thought would be interesting for you to hear, Kim. Let's hear it. One explanation for the sexual activity at feeding time could be that excitement over food translates into sexual arousal. Oh. So in other words, they get all excited about the food and then they get aroused and they walk around with the boners and then they got to eat and it, have sex. Do you find that this is the case for you? Well, I, I think it does somewhat resonate with me and these. But the other part of this, the idea may be partly true because there's another motivation. that re- It's a real cause for the bonobos to have sex. Which is? Competition. Okay, so they're competing over the food and then it translates into competition over the fucking. Exactly. There are two reasons to believe sexual activity is the bonobo's answer to avoiding conflict. Hmm. One reason is that anything, not just food, that arouses the interest of more than one bonobo at a time tends to result in sexual contact. That's wild. Anytime they're competing. Yes. Can you imagine? In the food line, the next thing you know, you're fucking. But, you know, you hear the statement, make love, not war. That's what we're talking about. I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe they're just competing a lot. Maybe it's not so friendly. No, they end up fucking. All it, right. It defi- it's they're quite tolerant, perhaps because of the use of sex to divert attention and diffuse tension. To diffuse, diffuse tension. Diffuse tension. Secondly. Yes. Bonomo sex often occurs in aggressive contexts, totally unrelated to food. A jealous male might chase another away from a female, after which the two males reunite and engage in scrotal rubbing. Oh. How would you like to do a little scrotal rubbing with a friend of yours when you get jealous over a female? What is that? Do they rub their own scrotums together they, or they're rubbing their own scrotums themselves? I don't know, but that says, or after a female hits a juvenile, the latter mother may lunge at the aggressor, an action that is immediately followed by genital rubbing between the two adults. What's going on? Everybody's rubbing genitals. They're just rubbing away. Just whacking off all the time. I kind of like that. So if you're getting, I mean, that's probably why you have to wear like a, like a little grass skirt so you have nothing encumbering you. No, no boxers, no briefs, nothing. You know, are there, you know, if there's like STDs going or STIs going around with and these the bonobos, bonobos they're fucking no, all they're very, they're isolated in the Congo in a, a little small community. Is so that right? So no diseases can get in there. Really? Yeah. You learn something every day. Because they're fucking all the time. You'd think that there's something going on. That's pretty interesting. You, you, no, but if it's an isolated community where there's no STIs. I know. That's a good explanation for maybe it. Maybe you should go join the Congo. I'll, I'll introduce all sorts of STIs for them. You don't and, have any STIs. Anyway, that's mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. And that brings us to the best segment of the show. What's the, anyway, where do you get that it's the, the best? The time of the week that you've all been waiting for where your heart starts beating a little faster or your heart rate just feels like you're getting, you know, it's kind of like feeding time for the bonobos. I was going to say, do you feel like you're a bonobo when you're about to read your mom's news? I mean, when you're about to do the Cam's Uppers. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the the place place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show where I get to share something near and dear to my heart. Something that my mother typically finds... Uh, Snoozeworthy. Or... Boring. Or... Sometimes 
enlightening. Sometimes enlightening. Well, hopefully we'll enlighten you this week, Mother. Is this about the habits again? It it you you wouldn't even, you're usurping my cam's uppers by by I'm reading my wondering. notes on it. No, really, it is. I finished the habit. Oh, Mazel oh, you tov. didn't see that. I, no, I wrote I thought down not, the habit. I didn't want. I just was thinking. I hope it's not about the habit. I've again. been obsessed with the fucking habit. That's why I said that. I finished it, and I'm kind of sad that it's over. Why isn't there a trilogy of books that have to do with <laughs> the habit? Yeah, but it's not actually Bilbo. It goes on to Frodo Baggins, which I don't know if it's going to be the same for it's me. It's the same. It's good. I read it in like eighth grade. It's all good. Why does everyone say this is a children's book? Because it's read for it children. No, it's not for children. What happened There's to you? There's some morals and shit in there. You, because you know what, you were reading Deepak Chopra when you were like in seventh <laughs> grade. You were reading <laughs> well, the, about back. the Buddhists then. I realized what, my so my sibling, my, my sibling, my brother and his girlfriend. We, I was out to dinner with them. Okay. And they were like, "What's going on with you and the Hobbit? Like, why are you reading this shit? Why are you obsessed?" And, and I said, "You know, it's because it re- really reduces my anxiety." I go in off into this whole fantasy land. And I forget all about the, the day-to-day what, troubles. That's what porn does. So this is, the habit is kind of my porn. Oh, is I've that been, where you're going with this? This is exactly where I'm going with it. I've been playing with this idea of release valves, you know, like, you know, a, a, a pressure release valve. And well, the can, habit is an example of this. So are the bonobos. The bonobos are exactly, exactly right. They release the tension. That's exactly right. And I realize it can't just be any sort of fantasy book. It has to have some type of whimsy, whimsy to it. Why? Because it just doesn't. I, I I don't. I've read some like science fiction. If it's too realistic, I start thinking about our real society. I want to escape into some magical fucking world. In the in the world where you start eating testicles. Yes, I'll, I'm eating testicles in this world. And then, so I told this to uh, to to my sibling and his girlfriend, and. Uh, my brother goes, you don't do a lot of escapism. <laughs> and then the the girlfriend goes, you kind of you kind of raw dog reality. Raw dog reality. I think that's a that's a great example. That that's a very good. Uh, she has analogy. you raw dogging reality. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I think I need. To I do call a it just more. working your ass off too much. Or yeah, I I, I do a lot of meditation and a lot of presence. You know. Uh, confronting current emotions and shit. There's not a lot of video games escaping so the whole family all sorts of shit. And friends and the bonobos all encourage you. Yeah. Just go whack off somewhere. And I'm starting to see the value in it too. Whacking off? Well, this type of escapism. I, obviously, it's a moderation type thing. But uh, you know, it's interesting because I remember reading the book East of Eden. It's oh, huge. I love that. Yes. It, it, it was like thousands of pages. Yeah. And I felt so decadent every time I'd sit down and read it. Like I was doing something like that right. I shouldn't be doing. I should be working harder. I should be doing yeah. something productive. Yeah. And reading. And the only reason I did it is because I wanted to get on Oprah's uh, book review club. Oh. Oprah's book club. Yeah. I never made it there, even though I, I wrote a beautiful. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. This is fucking Cam's uppers. I don't need to hear about your letters to Oprah. Well, it's, it's, along, it's along the same lines that we're talking about books. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see what's going on here. I don't We're like what's happening. We're talking about books. I'm just trying to encourage. So I, I guess you're encouraging least, people to read. I guess it's a question. I, I don't think everyone needs to be escaping. Would you Some f- people have a very good um, skill at doing so. Would you feel guilty if you started just reading porn books, books por- on porn? porn? Books on porn. Yeah, or, you yeah, know, like, studying porn. What? No. Would you feel guilty about like, erotica? Yeah, reading erotica. No, I see not enough whimsy. What about I, I don't anime? Know. Anime, manga, whatever that's called. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could get you're cartoon talking about sex. Hentai. I'm not. What, what, what's going on? Why don't you read a book on cartoons 
they have sex. You know. The... What do you do to to release Valve? A Wordle. Wordle. I love you, Wordle. You escape into that. I escape with your brother and sister into Wordle. Oh wow! Every every day we have a, a competition of who. It's not actually. It's, I love it's, it's it's a mutual like helping and encouraging each other. To, oh. Through you Wordle. still do this every day? Every day. Thank God I got off this chain. Yeah. That would irritate the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I think it's an important Cup balance. Cup of coffee and a Wordle. It's it's a it's an important balance, you know, escaping and and confronting reality. Anyway, that's Cam's uppers. I'll tell you, that was an interesting one. I don't care what you say about it. It was definitely interesting. You weren't snoozing. You were trying snoozing. to take over. I was trying to do a hostile takeover. It was a hostile takeover. The shit. We've reached the end of the show, mother. Oh yes, is it time? We it is it is time to say thank you to all of our sneaky freak patrons. I I want to say thank you to all our sneaky freak listeners in general because there are so many choices to make in terms of what podcast to listen to, and the fact that you guys want to listen to us warms the cockles of my heart. It totally warms the cockles, and especially the sneaky freaks on Patreon who give us financial support. If you like this podcast and you want to see it continuing on, it really helps us if you donate a few bucks a month. And just a few shekels, a few shekels in return. We'll keep making this awesome video and audio content for you. You can check it out on YouTube and um, you can also be part of our monthly zoom hangout and you can get access to our private discord with all where you can connect with all the other sneaky freaks and the whole back catalog of all the, our we have some podcasts that have never been aired. Content. Yeah. Mother. Yes. How about how do they do that? They go to www.patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash sex talk with my mom. Sign up. Be a member of the Sneaky Freaks over there. And we're announcing that if you're listening to this the day it's released, we'll be having a Patreon party on Zoom for all of our Sneaky Freak patrons to all hang out tomorrow, June 15th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. We hope to see you there. Woohoo! And I want to say thank you to all of our the, all the people that le- left us wonderful ratings and reviews. If you haven't done so yet and you're enjoying this podcast, it's a free way to really help us out. By the way, if you've already left a review, please leave us another review because we we need them all, all the reviews we can get. That's right. Even if you listen to this on Spotify, you can now leave us a rating there. It's very easy. It takes two seconds and it really helps us out. And we have one. This is from Catbutt. Five stars. As seen on TV. Wow. Recently saw you on a Tosh.0 episode and liked the idea. That's still out there on YouTube, by the way. Oh, yeah. You want to watch us on Tosh.0. It's a really good episode. This is a great service to all people who have been raised in the Don't Talk About Sex Society. Thanks for the podcast. I'm binge listening. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Cat Butt. I love a binge listener. Hell goddamn yes. I really appreciate that uh, you found us and, and hunted us down from Tosh.0. Tosh.0 was a real funny episode. Definitely, you guys should check it out. And that uh, that leads us to the final uh, thing that Mother Hope P. you have enjoyed to do. our show. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and all those horny bonoboys. The horny bonoboys. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.